This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington, and it's in both parties. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. If you like your doctor, you will be able to keep your doctor. And helping Christians stay informed about government. Now, of course, this puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Illegal immigration and what politicians are not telling you. That's what we will be discussing on the show today. Good evening and welcome to Exposing Washington as the introductory uh, clip mentioned. I'm your host, Walker Wildman. This is Exposing Washington exclusively on the American Family Radio Network. Well, uh, we're going to talk about immigration, specifically illegal immigration. But before we start, I want to mention and remind us that as Christians— as Bible-believing Christians, we know that God instituted government. In Romans 13, God instituted government. Thus, I believe that it is our duty as Christians and as citizens of the United States to know what our government is doing, to stay informed on the activities of our government. That's what we intend to do here on the show. And I just want to keep you updated on what you will not hear from the mainstream media and what you will not hear from politicians. I'm going to tell you the inside scoop, uh, if you will, of what's going on in Washington, D.C. For more information about the show, you can visit AFR.net. AFR.net. Click on the podcast link, and you will see Exposing Washington podcast there, AFR.net. You can also follow me on Twitter at Walker Wildman, at Walker Wildman on Twitter. Well, illegal immigration is a topic of discussion that comes up frequently, it seems, in politics. Well, there's a certain portion of that, what people call DACA. DACA stands for Deferred Action on Childhood Arrivals. They're often called dreamers also. These are young, uh, well, they were young. These were, were illegal immigrants who were often brought here by their parents. Maybe they were five years old, 10 years old, maybe younger maybe a little bit older, but they were brought here by their parents or someone other uh, than that, and they're illegal immigrants. That's the basis of this discussion. They are illegal immigrants, and then then there's a lot of discussion on what to do with them. Do we deport them back to their country of origin with their parents? You know, do do we not? That's that's a, a discussion. The reason this discussion has been circulating the last few years is because President Barack Obama legalized, well, he didn't legalize, he protected this portion of illegal immigrants, this uh, segment of illegal immigrants. He protected them from deportation and in many times gave them job opportunities. He allowed them to work and not get in trouble legally. So this was a this executive order by President Obama was very illegal, and actually uh, was struck down, I believe, by a judge or two during this time. But President Trump, thankfully, President Donald Trump rescinded the DACA policy and uh, gave Congress until March 
to act on this. Gave Congress until March of 2018 to act on this. And it's in the news right now, so we're going to talk about it. So I've explained a little bit of what DACA is, who qualifies, etc. You know, it's very, actually very hard to know who qualifies. Because obviously the simple qualification is if you were brought here as a child, if you came in as a child and were led by your parents, then you qualify as being uh, under DACA, Deferred Action on Childhood Arrivals often called dreamers, which I totally, totally denounce that term, dreamers. No, dreamers are children who are born legally in America who want to live out the American dream. That's that's who the dreamers are here. The illegal immigrants who came here at a younger age are not dreamers. They're illegal immigrants. That's what they are. But the left and the Democrats often try to emotionalize these terms and it, it's self-defeating to, to go along with the terminology that they use. But there's estimates that are, there's about 800,000 of these illegal immigrants in the country who qualify under this DACA program. And so that, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of illegal immigrants. And, um, but what I was mentioning uh, uh, 60 seconds ago before I rabbit trailed is that it's hard to know who qualifies. Because we have no system. We have no system that of who comes in our country illegally, obviously, because they came in the country illegally. We don't know. So let's assume that, that the government somehow grants this class, class of illegal immigrants some kind of citizenship or, or anything like President Obama did. There's no way to know. I mean, anyone can say, I came here I came here when I was younger by, and my parents brought me. And they could totally be lying. So if there's no central database to know that they came here by their parents at a younger age, then th- this, whole, this whole idea that we can somehow grant just this specific class some sort of legalization is, is naive at minimum, dumb at worse. Um, so... Or maybe our politicians just don't care whether people abuse the system or not. Um, and, and an example that I have heard before, this is not original to me, but an example I've heard before when it comes to explaining these illegal immigrants who came into our country at a younger age is picture you're at the grocery store or any, any kind of retail shop and you're in line waiting to check out. And a father cuts line, and he happens to be with his younger daughter or or younger child, maybe son. The father just cut line, cut in front of you and all the other patrons who have been waiting their turn in line to check out. What do you do? Just because the father has a child with him, does that mean he gets to cut line? I don't think so. So your average person, your logical thinking person, your fair-minded individual would say, the fella needs to go back and get in line like everyone else. But for some reason with this immigration, with this illegal immigration debate, we somehow think that if people come here with their children, then they all should be able to stay. And the children should be able to stay. And I'm not sure that that's the wisest route for us to take. 
So, um, but I want to move on to a clip that Ann Coulter, Ann Coulter was on Lou Dobbs on Fox News or Fox Business Channel. And they're talking about immigration reform and what would happen if Congress actually passed some kind of immigration reform, which may be granted some class of illegal immigrants uh, citizenship or some form of legalization. And so she's basically high, uh, she's theorizing, if that's a word, she's talking on theory about what might happen if the if Congress passes some, some sort of immigration reform bill. Let's listen. The problem I have, frankly, is that there was no discussion of the sequence in which these events would occur. And we know that if the wall is not, and I mean constructed, built, before there's any discussion of quote-unquote immigration reform, we know what's not going to happen. That wall is not going to be built, is it? No, of course not. And any amnesty is a 100% amnesty because it goes to the courts. And the courts will say, oh, you may have limited this to left-handed redheads who came here at age zero um, through no fault of their own. Um, but gosh, we're going to open it up to everyone. Yeah. And then through chain ma- migration, they get to bring all of their relatives. And Coulter is exactly right there. She's exactly right. We've seen the rogue judges, the black robe the black-robed federal judges and even the Supreme Court at times ruling on matters that they that is totally out of their jurisdiction, that they have no business on ruling on. And I don't know why we're so naive to think that they won't step in on this issue, the issue of illegal immigration. If Congress somehow passes some type of immigration reform, which grants amnesty to a certain class or all illegal immigrants, then, then the judges will step in. And they will totally hijack any legislation that Congress passes, both good or bad. The federal ju- judges will step in and it will not be for the good. I can guarantee you that it will not be for the good. Tell me the last time a federal judge stepped in and, and straightened out something for the good. Straightened out a law for the good. It rarely happens, my friend. It rarely happens. So that's Ann Coulter basically saying... No matter what you pass, a federal judge is sure to step in and grant blanket citizenship to a large amount of illegal immigrants, if not all of them. And that is dangerous, but it's possible. It's possible. And another part of this that I want to talk about is obviously the Democrats are in favor of open borders. They want open borders so that eventually they can at some point legalize all of the illegal immigrants, and that's bought votes. The the illegal immigrants are guaranteed Democrat votes. Whichever party legalizes illegal immigrants, that, that class, the illegal immigrants for the future, will be will be diehard devoted Democrats. And but the Republicans, they don't understand this, at least some of them, because even they're floating the idea of, of legalization. They're floating the idea of amnesty. This will be the death of the Republican Party if Republicans float along with Democrats and grant amnesty to a class of of illegal immigrants. And not to mention, I've got an article here. Uh, We know that the globalists, people like groups like the UN, United Nations, the globalists, politicians like President Obama and others, they want open borders. 
they they want open borders. As I mentioned, the Democrats want open borders, and because it's part of the globalist agenda. Um, but the UN is is basically put out a, a a report or a proposition that said, if you limit immigration, illegal immigration, then 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 you're a bad you're a bad country. You're a bad country. So they're condemning people who enforce immigration laws. Um, so, anyways, that, that's the that's the whole. This is the whole agenda, folks. They want open borders, and Republicans are not that tough on immigration. To be honest with you, they're not that tough on illegal immigration, and they're gonna have to get better. Republicans are gonna have to get better. Well, next segment, we're gonna I'm gonna talk about a solution. What's the solution? What to do about this? We're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna continue exposing Washington after the break. You're listening to Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. We are people of compassion and we are people of law. But there is nothing compassionate about the failure to enforce immigration laws. Enforcing the law saves lives, protects communities and taxpayers, and prevents human suffering. Welcome back to the show, folks. Uh, That's Attorney General Jeff Sessions talking about President Trump ending the illegal DACA program that was in, uh, put in place by President Obama. We mentioned a little bit of that in the prior segment. Um, but before we move on to kind of what Attorney General Sessions just made a va- very valid point there, before we move on to that point, uh, I just want to go back for just a minute or two talking about Republicans being weak on illegal immigration and you might say, well, Walker, isn't that the party that wants to crack down on illegal immigration? Don't they want to build the border wall? Well, some do, but not all. And the reason I say that and my proof behind that statement is several, um, a couple months ago, the USA Today put out a, uh, a, a, a poll. They released the results of a poll, should I say. And this, this survey says the result says that less than 25 percent, I'm quoting here from the USA Today poll, less than 25 percent of Republicans in Congress endorse border wall funding in USA Today's survey. Less than 25 percent of Republicans in Congress endorse border wall funding in the USA Today survey. So we only thought the Republicans were for building a wall and securing our border. Well, 25 percent of them are. But the rest of Congress is not. And I'll post this this survey, the results from this survey, on our podcast page at AFR.net, Exposing Washington podcast page at AFR.net. All of these sources will be linked to there. And going back to Attorney General Zeff Sessions, who you heard coming out of the break, talking about how enforcing our federal immigration laws is the most compassionate thing we can do. Because you have you have people crossing the border, illegal immigrants crossing our border in these horrible conditions. In the summertime, the heat's well over 100. They oftentimes die from starvation and, and, and dehydration. And so tightening up our border 
is not uncompassionate. It's one of the most compassionate things we can do. And, you know, there's also this this whole uncompassionate uh, terminology that is tossed around in the immigration debate is a farce. It's a farce. It's it's unfounded. It's 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 not backed up by facts because the United States government, our tax dollars, provides food and shelter to the illegal immigrants that are detained at the border. So each time someone is detained at the southern border before crossing our border illegally, they're given shelter and food and water. And I would assume probably clothing if they need it. And so, I mean, that, that is compassionate. That is compassionate. When you detain someone for breaking your federal laws for committing a felony, and we provide them food and shelter and water and at times clothing, and then we oftentimes provide them transportation back to their country of origin. I mean, that is a very humane way of treating people. That there's nothing unjust or inhumane about that. And I think there's there needs to be a difference made between, between government duty and our duty as Christians. Because I think we get the two mixed, or we blend the two. Because government's duty is not to show compassion and you may disagree with that, and that doesn't may not sound right to you, but it's not the government's duty to show compassion. It is Christians, it is people of faith, it's their duty to show compassion, yes, but it's not the government's. Because can you imagine if somehow the government decided to start showing compassion to all felons? I mean, what if we just quit arresting felons? You know, you do a, you do a bank robbery? Or someone uh, breaks into your home, home invasion, or selling heroin. So what if we just showed what's compassion? Do we let all them off the hook? No, we enforce our laws. The government's job is to enforce our laws. That's why Lady Liberty at the Department of Justice has a blindfold over her eyes. That's why Lady Liberty has a blindfold over her eyes, because her job is to enforce the law without discrimination. Now, that does not mean that churches and Christians cannot show compassion. We can. And, and, I, th- and I think that, that's good for us to do that. And even we, we can even show compassion and, and, and show care for people who are in our country illegally. I mean, I know many churches that support jail ministry, witnessing to people in jail, incarcerated. And I know there's a lot of ministries and churches that provide food, shelter, clothing, and witnessing to illegal immigrants who are detained on the southern border. So I think, I think the two can be mixed. Compassion and law, law and order can be mixed. So um, we don't have to pick between the two uh, is what, I, what I'm getting at there. And so, so anyways, we, we move on to the solution, which I try to always bring to the show. And the solution to this... Honestly, it's not very complex. The solution to illegal immigration as it sits, as, as we see today, 
from what I can see, is, is not very complex. Number one, we need to continue to enforce our immigration laws. We need to continue to enforce our immigration laws, and that's what President Trump and his administration have been doing. Um, that's the first thing we need to do because, and this, this is stuff that you should already know. If you don't, then, then here you go. But the fiscal burden, the financial burden of illegal immigration on the United States is tremendous. The financial burden is extraordinary. And here I'm citing a Federation for American Immigration Reform uh, poll. Well, no, this isn't a poll. This is a report. So Federation for American Immigration Reform, they call them FAIR, the group. This is a report they put out, and I will post this on our podcast page at AFR.net. But the, the result is that, that in 2016, the economic impact of illegal immigration was $116 billion, and that's not in the black. That's in the red. The economic impact of illegal immigration is $116 billion. That's how much America is out each year for taking care of illegal immigration, whether it be border security, welfare to illegal immigrants, uh, detaining them, feeding them, uh, deporting them, many, many costs, uh, health care that we provide, might I mention, for free to many illegal immigrants. So the financial burden is tremendous. Um, and then there's another report out by, by our own government. Yeah, a, a report by our own government that states that if you provide amnesty for, for nearly 800,000 um, young, young DACA immigrants, illegal immigrants, then one in seven of them would end up on Medicaid. One in seven would end up on Medicaid. So it would be a huge burden if we somehow grant amnesty to uh, any class of illegal immigrants. Um, nonetheless, I go on to the solution. I mentioned enforce our immigration laws, but also I think I think the border wall it seems out of reach if you keep up with Washington, D.C. It seems out of reach. I think it can happen, but it's going to take some fighting. I think it can happen, but it's going to take some fight by President Trump to get the, the border wall. But we have really good, strong federal immigration laws that we just need to enforce. And I think that, you know, obviously we need to continue deporting Ill illegal immigrants, especially if they're committing crimes in our communities. But... I honestly think if we tighten down on our border security, that a lot of these illegal immigrants will self-deport. I really do. Because, I mean, statistics show and research shows that if you tighten up your immigration laws and strictly enforce your immigration laws, and that means if you have companies hiring illegal immigrants, you, you crack down on that. You will have what what will happen is these illegal, illegal immigrants will say there's no there's no room for me here. There's no opportunity for me here because the U.S. is actually enforcing their laws and they will self-deport. They will find that there's more opportunity back at their country of origin where they're legal citizens than there is here living illegally. And I've written a very lengthy article on this titled Frustration or Sadness over Illegal Immigration. 
And I do go through the emotional side of this, and that is that we are dealing with humans who are worthy of dignity and respect. And um, so there is the emotional side of this. But I don't think that those of us who are for deportation and enforcing our immigration laws are heartless. I think that is a false argument, and I think that is very irresponsible to label those of us who want to enforce our immigration laws and deport illegal immigrants as heartless. I don't think that's fair. That's very unfair. And I talk about, here in the article, I talk about, here, here, here I'll just read straight from it. Our initial emotional reaction to this crisis, talking about illegal immigration, is likely anger, sadness, or both. Anger at the fact that so many people have disrespected the laws of our country and exploited America's generosity. Sadness at the fact that you have people in Mexico and South America who are so desperate for freedom and welfare that they travel hundreds of miles, sometimes thousands, for a chance to live in America despite the risk involved. And so that's my take on it. And so I think we need we need to enforce our laws, and I think that is that is the most compassionate thing to do. And I think if we're going to deport illegal immigrants, which I think we should, we need to deport the entire family back to the United States. If they are all Ill- illegal immigrants, then they need to go back as a family to their country of origin. That keeps these families together. That is compassionate. Keep these families unified. If they're all illegal immigrants, the entire family, then deport them back together. And uh, so that that's it, folks. That's that's the scoop on on illegal immigration, the status of it in our country. Very complicated, but you can visit, visit uh, read more about it afr.net. Well, folks, we're just uh, we're we're out of time, but we'll be back next week with another subject talking about Washington D.C. and what you need to know. Thanks and God bless. <laughs>